Hi everyone and welcome to the Irish Writers Podcast, where three emerging writers discuss the trials and tribulations of getting published. I'm Cathy Clark and I'm joined by Moira. Hello. And Kate. Hello. And this week we're going to talk about editing. Um, so at the moment three of us are in the middle of editing our pieces and we all have kind of three different approaches um, so I thought it might be fun to kind of get each one of us to talk about how we're approaching it. Um, so do you want to go first, more? Yeah, sure. Um, well, I don't know if I have an approach, but I obviously <laughs> do, but I don't have to think about it what it is. Um, so I have uh, feedback. So I, obviously I've done a couple of rounds of editing myself. And I have feedback, so I'm looking for specific things. So I think, like, one of the things I like to do is do an easy thing first, because it's really hard to start. So I had kind of got a figari about not putting in character descriptions, because, you know, it didn't matter to me what my characters looked like. And I was really sick of reading scripts that said, oh, she's the girl next door type, and she's beautiful, but she doesn't know it. And you're like, oh, (laughs) shut up. (laughs) You know? And so it didn't, I I think it doesn't matter to me what my characters really look like, even what age they are, anything like that. And so one of the feedbacks I got was, you know, you have to do it because it's very hard to cast if you don't describe who the people are. So I was like, okay. <laughs> you know, and but you know what? Like Grey's Anatomy was famous for doing like an open casting. Yeah. The, unless they community, I think as well. Really? Yeah. 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 But I guess they're established people. Right. <laughs> you know? okay. They're not like some randomer <laughs> going, oh, just, I fuck them all. I'll just do whatever I want. I rebel against the system. Yeah. Um, so I was like okay I'll do that and then I thought that's not that hard to do in the sense that I can you know I know the pieces every time I introduce a character which is you know obviously a finite number that I could go and and put in description there I got bored doing it after a while but I did some and therefore I felt like okay I'd broken the back of at least one piece of the editing Um, the other editing stuff I have to do is much harder so I'm going through with a much more critical eye, like just, um, you know, kind of, is this piece necessary? I'm, I'm actually using the editing tools that I learned somewhere else but didn't apply when <laughs> I was writing this the first time because, you know, you forget, um, which is like making everything justify itself for being there. So I don't, yeah, so there's a, a lot of cutting of stuff out. I'm moving stuff around. Um, I in physical terms I like it when I have two screens because I work on one and then I have another document open on the other and I can pick bits out and throw them in and then I have less um, angst about losing them because I can just pick them up and yeah. pop them in somewhere else and I haven't forgotten about them or um, but yeah, I don't know if that's a formal approach, but that's what I'm doing. I do the same thing. I have like a document of like saved words. Yeah. If, like I couldn't come up with those words again, you know, <laughs> those words are so special, you know, and I'm just like, and I, I have never, ever taken words out of it and put it back in. Like, but I just yeah. feel better about like, I can't delete them. So yeah. I just put them somewhere else. Because if you delete them, you might ever forget. Oh yeah, if we're there, I know. And yeah, yeah. Not yeah, yeah. look at an earlier version. I have a whole different file that's deleted materials. Oh, oh yeah. really? Yeah. <laughs> Which I, I, you know, I never really look at, but it's there. Yeah, 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 yeah. In case. Yeah. So what about you? What do you do, or how are you doing your edits at the moment? Yeah, well, this time around, I, I've done, well, I have done little editing in the last uh, few weeks, but. The, the first 100 pages need work because they're kind of, yeah, the story kind of drags. It's it's not, it doesn't, like, grab your attention so much. Okay. It's just kind of, 
introducing you to the world, which, you know, if, if I were a well-known writer, I probably could get away with it, but I'm not. Mm-hmm. So I think, yeah, the first 100 pages, you just need to have those really polished and really, uh, yeah, your best, have your best foot forward mm-hmm. on those. So, yeah, I've had a suggestion to kind of change the chapters a little bit around page 100 is when it starts picking up mm-hmm. and um in not my not my words but someone else's words is more of a page turner yeah. there so taking i think it's like chapter 10 yeah okay so yeah. maybe I, I don't know if i have to cut out I, I mean i have to think through this if i have to just kind of shorten the chapters or rearrange them so that it's more exciting but that's going to take a lot of work and and I mean there's a lot of pages that I've gotten myself into yeah um, I'm, I'm doing something on a smaller scale actually in that I have to shorten obviously it's a smaller scale our works are small are different sizes yeah. but I have to do that like I've I've got 40 minutes before my real catalyst happens and I need to get that catalyst back before 20 so right. it's like this you know and some things I'm like oh that can actually happen after the catalyst that's fine so those bits are kind of just being moved around but like that it's like well okay what because I had I really had 40 minutes of people in their workplace just chatting to each other (laughs) which is which you know normally what what happens when you go to the office (laughs) yeah before you get any work done you're like I feel like I'm back in work But as a movie, you want as well. You want the first yeah. You want twenty minutes. You just need that the plot to move. Yeah, yeah. I'm actually doing the same thing as well. So I got um, a a structure sheet, I guess, from um, Jessica Page Morrell, and um, she basically said that. She gave me like a list of um, scenes that have to be, it's almost like, do you know the beats for a movie? Yeah, so yeah. you're like, this thing has to happen at 20 minutes, this has to happen here. Mm-hmm. So she just did it kind of in a three act um, way. And to be honest, it's not um, reinvent the wheel or anything like that. I mean, I've seen it kind of various versions of this a hundred times, but I think for the first time ever, I actually read it and thought, oh, I see what that means. <laughs> that makes I was, sense. Yeah, you know, <laughs> suddenly I don't know, the penny just dropped or something. So um, for each, I have like four main characters. I have two main characters and two primary secondary characters, if you know what I mean. So for those four, I have written out their hook, their um, trouble gets worse. Uh, the next one is the threshold, where they move from the old world to a new situation. The next one then is the midpoint, um, or um, the game changer. And then the next one is the um, point of no return. Then there's the climax, and then there's the resolution. And that's kind of the structure. And basically... The hook has to be in Act 1, and the threshold is the start yeah. of Act 2, yeah. and the climax is the start of Act 3. And that's where it should be positioned. And your first act should be like 25% of your book, the second act should be 50% of your book, yeah. and the third act should be 25% of mm-hmm. your book, roughly, yeah. obviously. Yeah. So when I did that, I realised that my hooks, one of my hooks didn't start until like almost the second half of the book. I was like, right, <laughs> that's really badly placed. And like, none of the hooks were before... I think chapter four or whatever. So what I did was I printed out the whole book. I gave a color to each one of the four and I 
stuck it up on my wall in blue tights, this mad big crazy thing. And from, you may have seen the pictures on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, totally <laughs> crazy. And I coloured each kind of page as to what was it, what, and then I wrote down where the hooks were and stuff like that. And then I physically moved the hooks to the start, oh, moved yeah. the thresholds to where they should be, and kind of That's rearranged great. it. Yeah, so it's like I don't know because for some reason I just I just can't do it on screen. Mm. I just can't get my head around the size of it if you yeah, know what I mean yeah. Mm-hmm. so um, yeah so like physically doing it on the wall now I admit my house looks like a crazy person lives there and like my husband <laughs> like a walk beautiful in. mind yeah and he was like only that there's not photographs on that wall this looks like something <laughs> from Criminal Minds yeah. he was like what the hell are you doing even the string string connecting these yeah. people he was like what is this um, so it's still on my wall actually um, because I think it's just really useful and um, I, I've now just gone back, so I've like slashed the first four chapters, which mm. killed me because I had like a beautiful piece, beautiful. It was teary, 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 totally teary. Yeah. Um, gone because it really has no value to the book, and I've known it for a long time, but I've just been kind of in denial. Well, high five, high five. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Yeah, it is gone. Well done. It is it's gone. the killer darlings thing. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's hard, but I have that. You know, when you were saying that, I, yeah. I had the same. I was like, oh, but I like this joke. Kill your darling. <laughs> you know, yeah, I just not doing anything. It's yeah. just you're laughing at it. No one else even thinks it's funny. I know. Yeah, and I was just like, I was like, but this is so beautiful. And Jen was like, and which point is beautiful? I was like, oh, <laughs> okay, so it's clearly just me. You know? So that made it a lot easier to cut. I do. I do yeah. think though, when I read that, I was like, because that was at the start of your book, and I read the first version, I was like, yeah. whoa, Kathy can write. <laughs> so I could see why you'd be very attached to it yeah. and like because I'm, I'm still quite attached to that but I think that will come out somewhere else at some other time it's yeah something, you yeah know? do you know it's not like do you know it certainly wasn't like it's not poetry and it's <laughs> not like you know you know yeah, and it's not literature by any strength so I was like do you know I just kill it just it's gone it's gone yeah. it's gone it's just move on so it's it's gone and like I even like like so like I have my like document with my deleted scenes yeah. I now have like a little folder where like the pages that have come off the wall are like folded away in a little folder so should I ever need them again yes. I go, you know. it's like that the psychological if yes. I ever need them again yeah, God yeah. Forbid, I don't have them on it's kind of like hoarding. Oh, it's totally <laughs> hoarding. It's word hoarding. It's That's word exactly hoarding. what you're doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 You're like, oh, I, yeah, I'm sure I'll need this later. Yeah, oh, I'm sure listen, I'll go back to this later. When, oh, I, oh. when I finished my yeah. thesis, I rented a place with a second room just to put the stuff from my thesis office. <laughs> and then when I had to move again and was like, you don't have the space for this, I went through, like, I had loads and loads of articles. I, like, I think I had like 10 A4 binders of yeah. articles, they were alphabetized. And then I, the thing I had to say to myself was, if you wanted to find this again, yeah. what would you do? And the answer is, I would Google it. Yes. <laughs> I would not go back to the folders where no. I alphabetized and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was, yeah, it was, you know. Yeah. There is that thing, though, where you get very, you're like, I can't, don't take it off me. I know, yeah, it's fine, it's fine. It's like your safety blanket. And that only took, like, four years for me to be able to throw those yeah, yeah. So yeah, so I have those. So and what I'm doing now is I've gone back and I've kind of just taken each little chunk or little scene and I'm like, right, is this fulfilling what it needs to fulfill as per the structure? Is it like snappy? Is it funny? Is it good? Okay, it is. And I'm printing it like in a different way. So I'm printing it like I, I printed portrait for the first time I did it now I'm printing landscape. So I have like this whole like psychological thing where I can see the book building 
the second time around, mm. if you know what I mean, yeah. and I can see how far I'm getting to it. So, and I know what's coming up next because I can see my big colors and you know <laughs> all that sort of stuff. So, yeah, actually, it's really it, you know yeah. this is now my third edit. I've called it like the destruction edit, um, <laughs> but yeah, I think it is. I think it is a real edit. Yeah. Whereas before, I think I was like tinkering around the edges. I was like changing the words around. I yeah. might have moved a joke yeah. or two. I feel like that, yeah, for the first two, like we're both on our third edits and yeah. Mara, yeah, you're on I'm your second, third, your I'm third, third one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, the first ones are more of like, okay, well, I guess, you know, get the grammar and all yeah. the punctuation and, and maybe like, an get the scene. idea and the yeah. plot, yeah. right? And yeah. adding scenes yeah. or cutting out scenes and, and the second one is kind of getting the wording better, but yeah. but not really cutting. Yeah. And the third one's like, yeah, this yeah. needs to go. But this I think by the end of your second one, or second version or whatever, you actually have everything written, right? Yeah. I think yes. that there's. I think we are we conflate two stages. I think, you know, story structure is something that almost, you know, some people like. And I think professional writers like that. Like I know the screenwriters tend to have boards. They have you know, and they have their scenes, and they don't really write anything until they have done that exercise right. already. Yeah. But I think if you're starting out, and you're not a professional writer. You're actually learning to write, so you do a lot of I don't know. I don't know what I think until I write it. Yes. So yeah. the, the writing is this exercise of what is my story. So I, it's funny how I think we've all done it, where we have these chapters at the start where we're building up to our story, <laughs> yeah. and then we're like, and we're obviously very fond of those, and we don't want to let them go. Yeah. But yeah, it's like we have to write to get to that point, mm. and now we have to kind of say, well, we are trying to write a story for other people to read. Yeah. Right. Which means. Yeah. Those, those, like we're running up to a ramp to jump off. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, it's kind of like they just care about the jump off point. They don't care about the running up to the yeah. ramp. I mean, you wouldn't have time for it in someone else's work. So, right. no, but I yeah. think, you know, maybe it's it seems to be the third edit that's like. Well, and do you know what's so funny is that I'm like, for me, I'm, what I'm really cutting is backstory, basically. Yeah. And I don't know how I didn't recognize that all of this was clearly backstory. Because now that I'm looking at it, it's so obvious. Or how we didn't recognize yeah, that. Or like, you know, yeah, or like, we're, we're in the process with you, though. I think that's yes, true of all of I us. Think like, so, we're, yeah. we're building up and at some point you know you're like oh what's this what's the story uh, I like I read books and I'm like what's the story I, I the thing what's with, the story with, 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 what's the story what's um, the story with um, I'm editing that like but like for, for example Game of Thrones or A Song of Ice and Fire I am always reading that going who is this a story about I'm not really sure I thought it was a story about the Starks and then it's mm-hmm. not, and maybe, and then I thought it was a story about Rob Stark, yeah. and then it's not, you know, like, and I think I'm, I'm, I'm saying like it's intriguing about those series of books, but like when you're writing as well, like you're, you're writing up to your story, and and then I think it's like you have to find your story, and I think we're all on this journey together, yeah. So, so it's very hard to distinguish. Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of. yeah. But I just think that it's, it's funny that I am so brutal you know, when I see it in other people's mm. work, I'm like, backstory, backstory, get rid of it. Whereas, I don't care. <laughs> Whereas to my own, I was like, oh, but it's so intrinsically necessary. I need it, I need it, it has to be here. But I think you need it, as in yeah. you need to know it. Yeah, yeah. And I think that it gives way to the jumping off point and thereafter. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because you know, like... And at some point in the second edit, for me, like I, I basically I wanted these people in a failing business, but it wasn't important to me what the business was. Mm. 
and I think my first go round, I just didn't know what it was. Yeah. And the second time, I think someone said, you have to know what it is that they're doing. You just have to make a decision. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I did, and I made a decision as to what they were doing. And I wrote a load of scenes that I cut after. Like, yes. I knew I'd always cut them, actually. But I used to write them out what they were talking about so that the little pithy bits that I'm mm-hmm. keeping make sense, yeah. you know, yeah. and have some sort of truth to them you know although again one of the criticisms I got was it's actually very distracting that you never tell us what the company do oh, really? <laughs> so I was like he's like I know that's not the point but just yeah. say it and move on yeah. so I was like okay yeah. that's yeah. easy yeah. I know what they do so yeah. you know yeah. Yeah. but I think as the writer you need the you need to know the backstory yeah but maybe yeah, it, yeah it doesn't appear in the book yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah I think so yeah you could just, when you're famous, write a prequel that's bad and people <laughs> will buy it anyway. Yes, living the dream. Do <laughs> <laughs> all those deleted yeah. bits, smash them together. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe My, like the editor's cut or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Yeah. My problem now is okay, within the first 100 pages, there's a lot about. So I'm introducing this new world, and there's different kind of rules, and there's a, like a tournament, mm-hmm. games, and. I'm kind of figuring it out as I'm going because I'm making up the rules and like, oh yeah, okay, I see this and this and this happening, and uh, maybe it's maybe it's just too much detail, maybe it's just not um, clear enough. The, yeah. the rules are because my husband's editing it now and reading, and he's he's like, so how did these games work? I'm like, well, you read it and then you'll know, yeah. you know, how they work, of course. Yeah. <laughs> so, but do you have an idea, do you have, how, yeah. do point system, how does the point system work? And it's, I mean, I wrote this, how many years ago? Four, four three years yeah, ago? Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, I have so to So what you back. need to do is pull out the book where you wrote the rules of the sport. <laughs> right. <laughs> or you need to pull out a book of, like, some random sport that doesn't really sound anything like the sport yeah. that you're doing. It's just the offside rule. Yeah, you know, that <laughs> sort of thing. Or like find a book about the cricket rules. Like they yeah. always seem to baffle people, you yeah. know, or whatever. And Maybe then, there's, like, it's more like the strongman competitions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or whatever. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, then they're not pulling like freight things, but mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. So that is something that I need to. Uh, yeah, that that's one of the things that I need to to go over and see if it works or not. And mm. because it, in my mind, of course it works, but I don't know if I've explained it. You have to distinguish um, what's important. So if you're like need to work out the rules for something, and you're like, is it important? Like, is it core to the story, or is it get? Does it get me somewhere? This thing because we throw lots of things in when they're easy. Um, you're like, oh yeah, I'll just say he goes here and talks to that person. And I've done an awful lot of this. And then you're kind of saying, well, I need to work out what actually happens there. And then you're kind of like, but actually, do I need that? It was very easy when it was a throwaway thing, but does it get me anywhere? Mm. And so, and that's where I, with the structure, so the hook and the, um, the trouble gets worse and the threshold, that's where I found that really useful mm. because I now have a really clear structure. And something is either part of that story or it's not. And if it's not part of that story, it's cut. So, like, I've cut, like, lots of things that I thought were fabulous but have nothing to do with the story, actually. So they're gone. And, you know, they might show up in a different book in the future, but yeah. they're gone. So, yeah, that's that's part of the editing for me. Yeah. Um, 
Although, actually, um, one of the things I was going to ask was um, the structure. Yeah, so I had a problem with this whole idea of the structure because, uh, do you know, like, do you when you hear pop songs and they're so formulaic mm. or you go to see, like, blockbuster movies and you're like, uh, I can, like, predict what's going to happen now that I've seen the first three minutes, you know? So mm. I have this real fear that I'm taking what is, like, a totally indie, really, like, offbeat, brilliant book, brilliant, brilliant <laughs> book and making it, like, really formulaic. Do you know? And like, and now part of me is like, you're not bigger than the system, right? <laughs> you're not a genius. You're not writing Ulysses. Get over yourself and use the structure, right? And then another part of me is like, but what if you are? Who knows? It could be brilliant. It could be you. And then my other half goes, it's not you. <laughs> do you know? So I'm having this like, I, I do worry a little bit about sticking to the structure too much. Mm. Do you worry about that in terms of the beats of the movie yeah. and that sort of thing? I think, um, so Save the Cat is a book that I've read and has, as have many others. And it's very um, prescriptive about what you do and what happens in what pages. And I found it useful to a degree. I found, I think I had listened to a podcast, I think it was Cracked, about talking about beats of movies and talking about like the point, the importance of the point of no return. And then there's this rumour that when you're looking at a screenplay, people just flick to page 60 because page 60 is minute 60 to see and you have to have like the point of no return has to happen around that mm-hmm. and like all the examples are like Die Hards when um, John McClane says it talks to Hans Gruber for the first time um, and therefore it fundamentally changes the relationship in Indiana Jones the first movie it's when he actually takes the Ark of the Covenant out of the ground it's and you see that yeah. very that scene of against the sunset with the black figures yeah. you know yeah. like it's all it, they're very very memorable and then with that in mind I watched a load of movies with mm-hmm. <laughs> stopwatches <laughs> stopwatches <laughs> right. so I knew that that was really important and the reason why that that moment stuck out to me as being really important because they were talking about the Avengers movie and they pointed out that the point of no return doesn't happen in the Avengers movie until minute 70 and that's when they're in the um the uh, shield base in the air and Hulk tears through it and that so and the thing about the Avengers movie is while I liked it I saw it in the cinema three times I never made it through without going to the toilet and I've made it through longer films without going to the toilet (laughs) um, uh, what happens if you don't get to your point of no return by minute 60 is psychologically you sit there and you think oh hey oh no because because i i need to go to the toilet before and after every movie this is why for other people it's probably something different like i'm hungry or i'm thirsty or something or i left the oven on or whatever but for me it's like okay i'm gonna need to pee at some point and if it takes a long time to get to the point of no return if it takes more than 60 minutes you start thinking oh i don't know how long this film is because psychologically we don't even think about it but storytelling is so important to our culture that we actually know that you're supposed to hit the point of no return around then. Mm-hmm. And if you yeah. don't, you're like, well, I don't know how long this film is going to be because you know that you're It's not, just feeling long. You're, you're still like, on the oh, ramp yeah. up. You're yeah. still on the ramp up. Oh, and yeah. you're like, I've been here for an hour and ten minutes and I'm still on the ramp up. Who, who <laughs> yeah. Who's going to jump? Is there yeah. going to be a jump? Yeah. Am I, am I going <laughs> to go on the ramp? I mean, there's no way I'm going to make it to the end of this movie without needing to pee. So now I need to think about at what juncture in the movie will I go to the door? And I, it happened, like, three times happened to me. And then when they, they pointed it out, I was like, that is exactly what it is. Mm. I started to think, oh, I, what's happening? Where is this? Whereas you'll give, you'll give a movie 20 minutes to have to get going, to have a catalyst. You'll, give, you'll have that patience. And you'll give it 60 to get to the point of the return. Mm-hmm. 
and after that so I was very conscious about those beats um less so in Save the Cat it's like you know there is every three pages pres- prescribed uh you know what happens right, right? Yeah. and I was kind of like I don't know if I you know I, don't, I was kind of like, and then I kind of had that like, oh God, that's so formulaic, or maybe I don't want my story to pitch and, and go that way. Yeah. And then <laughs> I think the defining moment for me was when I sat down and watched Die Hard and with, <laughs> with a stopwatch and made a note of when every single thing happened in it. Because Die Hard is one of these scripts that people say is a perfect story. Yeah. Okay. Because it has all these great, you know, has, mm-hmm. it, it follows exactly the way it should go. And now, in fairness, I had I dithered over what my catalyst was, which is why I made that mistake when my catalyst doesn't actually happen until mm-hmm. minute 40 and mm-hmm. the script coverage pointed that out and we're like, that happens way too late. Yeah. Um, and so I need to bring that back further. But I did then decide that if Die Hard didn't do it, I didn't have to. Right. <laughs> okay. So it's like, it was like, you know, I'm, I'm picking a mainstream movie, a mainstream movie that's like the movie I'm writing. I, I, I agree that some of the beats are really important. Mm-hmm. And I agree that, yes, it has to. And I, and I think a lot of it is to, the reason those beats are important to me is because it's to do with the patience of the viewer, the patience mm-hmm. of the reader. Right. That you only give something like you, you like you, you'll only give something maximum twenty minutes to get kicked off. Otherwise, yeah. But you see, books are a bit different, I yeah, guess. Because they you're are, not yeah. like, confined to a seat, and you can put it sure. down at any stage. But you might not pick, you might well, pick it up again. We're still the mm-hmm. ADHD culture. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I think though it's like well, you're competing with lots of different types yeah, of entertainment. Yeah. I agree. Um, but I think fewer people, maybe it's just me, but I think fewer people sit down and read a book cover to cover in one sitting. I don't think they do. No. Um, no. <clears throat> uh, some people and, do. And okay. if a book is boring me and I put it down and I'm like, I'm bored, I don't... Like, if, if something doesn't take off, right? If something doesn't take off, yeah, I'm yeah. like, I don't know when you... It's that, it's like, you sit down and you read a book and you're like, it's going to take off. Some, I'm going to give it, you give yeah. it a certain amount of time. Yeah. But if it doesn't take off, uh, you're like... I have no idea if it's ever going to take off. Yeah, right. And I think that's and the, or the same thing. you start thing. questioning, you're like, was, was that the takeoff? That <laughs> yeah, was that? I'm done. Like, <laughs> Do you know? You know you're yeah. kind of, I mean, there's a few books I've read that I kept going till 100 pages before something happened. And then I was like, oh, okay. And then you're kind of, you're like, it, there's got to be something in it that makes you want to stay. For yes, that. And 100 right. pages is an awful long time. It's a long time. It People is. want you know, something think, before 100 pages. I think yeah, yeah, it was yeah. page three. The thing that yeah. stuck out to me was like American Gods, I think. I think okay. nothing really happens in that until 100 pages. And, I and yes, I kept reading. No, I <laughs> yeah, kept reading too. So yeah. times and I just have never... And yeah, and, and, I just can't. And I think that is that, unless I obviously like I was kind of happy enough to read these kind of rambling little bits of intrigue, right? But in another day, I might not have been. And yeah. um, I think it's like that. It's to do with the patience. You might have a very patient, pedantic reader, but the chances are, you don't. Most of us, yeah, aren't. yeah. yeah. Like, and to be honest, I'm writing what will eventually become like a summer read. I hope. I hope yeah. it's a blockbuster Yeah, like I'm not writing literature, it's not going to be on the Booker Prize list, it's not gonna be, you know. Yeah. So there. then I think you know what you're writing. Like yeah. in the same as I'm not I'm not writing memento, I'm writing um, this congeniality, right? Which is one of my favorite yeah. movies. <laughs> I quite like it. But you know, I know what that I'm, I know. I'm, I'm yeah. and in order to be in that bracket, so in order to be in that summer read or to be yeah. in that, like for me, mainstream movie, mm. it, it does have to hit those beats. It does. Like you're not. But then Ulysses is not. That's not the same category. No, you know. Yeah, but like then. So then, how much do you commit to it? So, for instance, if you want to be a summer read, you know, generally you have to have like some sort of 
hunk wandering by or you must have some like love interest or you know maybe there needs to be cupcakes involved because they're all fashionable at the moment or you know there's usually I don't know that's a bit marketing that's a bit different for me it's like I know the structure and the structure of my my thing is catalyst by probably preferably by minute 15 but I don't think I'm going to get it to there um point of no return by 60 uh all is lost around like 80 mm-hmm. resolution by 90 right that's what I know that that is the structure yeah I have still chosen not to put like a romance into it. Actually, yeah. it just doesn't fit. I was going to, and it just doesn't fit. It didn't fit. fit. Yeah. And then I was like, yeah. you know, it, it's not necessary, and I actually, it's fine without it. Yeah. But, and I, I think it's sellable for other reasons. But it's not, you know, I don't think you then have to confine to everything that's to do with mm. what's what's you know sellable. But I think if you think about it, uh, even you as a reader or someone else as a reader picking up your book so I think right if I picked up your book when I read it first I I really thought this if I picked this up in an airport I'd be delighted Mm. you know I'm looking for something to read that doesn't doesn't have just stupid characters which is very common (laughs) like irrational people Um, and or Mm. even like and I don't mind an odd romance as long as it feels like it's real I don't mind an authentic romance yeah what I don't like is um, you know she's she's devastated because her heart is broken and she's in a bar and he brings in a puppy and she's like oh it's adorable and then they fall happily <laughs> and then they get married and they ride off and you're like I'm sorry where was like the first fight where was the like yeah, you know yeah. the time that he farted where was the time that like you know <laughs> all that sort of stuff that happens like in yeah. real and I know this is like you know you don't want it to be too real but like, right. yeah. you know I just I, I don't like the idea where it just they meet, they're happy in love, and it, it all goes off, and you're like, happy clappy. No, it's mm. not the way life works. And I don't like characters that are 2D like that. I like, yeah. I want them to yeah. have a bit of depth. But I think structure for a screenplay is super important, mm. because you only have, well, it's getting longer and longer now. Yeah, two hours, 90 yeah. minutes yeah. Yeah. plus is yeah. really mm. um, the standard now. But yeah, if they you notice like if you don't get those beats, then you're kind of squirming in your chair, wondering yeah. you, your your mind is taken away from the mm. film that you're watching, and that you don't want that bet at all. For a Before novel, a novel, I'd say, it's, a novel you want your catalyst to happen within the first read. So if you imagine your average reader, who okay is not like me, you want to sit down and read a whole book for a day, <laughs> um, which I do less and less of, but who's on their bus or yeah. commuting, right? Yeah, right? You've got half an hour, 40 minutes, 45 minutes? Yeah, yeah, half an hour. Right? Yeah. So how far are they going to read in that time? Well, Are they going to want to open the book again yeah, when they're on their way home? Yeah, and for from all the advice I've gotten recently, it basically if something interesting doesn't happen on page one, a lot of people mm. won't refer to it. So the new thing is with Kindles, you get like the, like the first kind of oh, couple of pages. Yeah, yeah. So you get your sample before right. you buy it. Mm. So if there's not something interesting on page one, they move on to the next sample. Yeah. You know? yeah. So it needs yeah. to be punchy <laughs> and right up there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah there they are. I'm the exact same. I, I, do. <laughs> yeah. I do. But you see, my other question is, structure changes, right? So if you think of like songs in the 60s or mm-hmm. whatever, and they were like, whatever, they're two minutes. Now, I'm no music expert. But tambourines. Like, yeah. I love tambourines. I love tambourines. <laughs> Flutes. Flutes like, tambourines. Yeah. So they're like two minutes, two and a half minutes, whatever they were, right? They were like really kind of short and snappy. And then you kind of hit the like... 70s and 80s as we mm. no music buff um, and they get longer yeah. and you have like those big solos in the middle with the guitar and oh, for like the, seven, the synthesizer minutes. solo yeah you know Amazing. and like the structure yes. of those songs change yeah. though mm. so like they're they're longer the, the, the 
bit in the middle, the middle yeah. age, whatever it's called, is now like a middle 13 or whatever. Yeah. You know, it's massive. And, and the songs are like seven or eight minutes. And, you know, and they're much... And the, the intros go on for ages before the singing starts. You know, like they're much different from those songs yeah. in the 60s, which are like real pop hits. Yeah. You know, they're on for like two minutes and they're off. Mm. So I'm like, you know... Can structure evolve? Can it change? Can it grow? Mm-hmm. So, I should it be so slavish to it? I think if you, 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 you structure, I guess, in that sense, is about expectation, really, isn't it? And that's mm-hmm. the expectation of your reader. Like how you know, and maybe that does change. I don't. I don't know. I'd say though that there's something about storytelling that's really evolved over millennia. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and that we all know like that a story should do certain things it's like you know when see people try and adapt like real life into stories and they yeah. have to fictionalize they have to move things around when they happen because the sequence of events as they happen in life oh yeah you need to isn't a lot of but like there isn't but it's it's one of those things of like why do why do we always think you know when everything is horribly wrong that we're just waiting for this all to work out we do yes. we do psychologically do that. and that's because our stories are structured that way yeah but life isn't structured that way you know no, no you're so, <laughs> yeah and then just go further down <laughs> yeah know? or or you finally manage to you know i don't know get your tv working but yeah. you don't find the love of your life that week as well you know? <laughs> <laughs> So, um, you know, but I, so I think there's something about stories and I think, yes, you can, I don't, I don't think you have to be totally rigid, like you can like stories that are different and we can read stories that are different and see stories that are different. Um, I I don't think, I think, I don't think I'm good enough to break the mold. Um, and I don't think I'm trying to either. I don't like, I, I think we're all doing new stuff in what we're doing. Like, the new thing that I'm doing is it's a female protagonist. It's this action comedy from a female perspective. It's something that hasn't been done before or has been done, but not that much. And I think that's new enough. Mm-hmm. You know, like I don't need to upend the genre. No. And I have two anti-heroes, which is unusual enough in itself. Yeah. And the love interest isn't anti-hero and the girl falling in love with him isn't anti-hero. And, you know, and they both have their own stories aside from the romance story. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Which I think is revolutionary, to be honest. That's <laughs> <laughs> revolutionary enough. I mean, like that's your story. So it's, like, it's like the structure then is the vehicle for your yeah, new story, yeah. rather than like. And then you, you know, I mean, I don't know, I think of like people who play the structure. So, oh, I think his, I can't remember his name, but the guy who wrote Skippy Dies to do is an no. Irish book, okay. and it was long listed for the Booker. And, um, oh, I don't know about this yeah. book. He's writing a new book at the moment, actually. And I, I, yeah, I know someone who knows him, and I think it t- took an awful long time to write that. But when I read Skippy Dies, and it really does play with structure, and it's very, it's very technically impressive, you know. Okay. Like, but I felt I appreciated it more than I enjoyed it. Okay. Um, okay. Like, yeah. Um, and I mean, it could have been the content. The content isn't probably. I wouldn't be the target audience for the content. It's about boys in private school and okay. like most here. books in book club <laughs> you appreciate them not necessarily enjoy them yeah. well our book club sometimes <laughs> throws in the sexy vampire ones. ones I don't know it's been a while actually it's been a while since there's been one in book club that I've really but yeah and I think like I'm not trying to I, I want I might want to write a story yes that people empathise with a female character um, that talks about a 
problem, but really I actually want people to have a bit of fun with it and mm -hmm. to be pulled along by this story and to relate to these people. Mm. And in order to do that, I am very happy to use this mainstream regular structure that mm. means people aren't... You know, it's you're not distracted by it. Yeah, you know, the, yeah. Like, the, you're not like, what, what the hell is going on here? Like, you yeah. know, why is this all over the place? Because yeah. I actually think my book is now better now that I've yeah. embraced yeah. the structure. I do think it's much better. Yeah, and I can see that straight away see the dramatical improvement. Mm -hmm. Um, and I feel yeah, like that the structure is no longer the the structure problem is no longer overshadowing the story. Yeah, the story you can see it clearer. You know. Now that might right. be a good thing if your story's good, if your story's crap, you know, like you might not want it. You don't have. <laughs> yeah. I think structure yes. though is like you know the sort of foundations of your building. Like if mm -hmm. it's good, you don't notice it. Yes. You know, yeah, like yeah. or if, if, it's, if, it's, if it's suitable. If it's bad, everything's on shaky ground and it's yeah. a real problem. But if it's yeah. good, like I when I read a brilliant book, when I'm like pulled in and in this story and I'm there for like a couple of days and I want to read it on my lunch break and in the, you yeah. know I'm not thinking oh this is an amazingly structured book <laughs> like, <laughs> Look at that point of no return yeah. wow. Wow. This wow. Wow. wow this is where it should have been like, well done <laughs> like, like, what happens I have to know you know yeah, and, yeah, and, it's, yeah. and it's nothing like I'm sure there is like brilliant structure behind those books and particularly sure? yeah. I, I love a big long book yeah. and I think they are probably even more challenging to structure and cheaper sure. than bounds yeah, yeah, yeah. and Tell like yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 840 pages. Um, <laughs> Good night. But yeah, like because you so wouldn't unwieldy. have a wall big enough to embrace. I wouldn't have a wall. <laughs> yeah, my apartment is actually, not big enough. And all I could fit on my wall was up to the midpoint, so I had to like literally crack the book in half to fit yeah. it on the wall. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. So thanks for listening. If you liked our podcast, please subscribe on iTunes. You can check out more episodes and more information on irishwriterspodcast.com. Did I get that right? I did. <laughs> you can find us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter at irishwriterspod. You can follow me on Twitter at Kathy C. Clark or Moira at Moira Bro. And you can also send us an email on irishwriterspodcast at gmail.com. Until next time, guys. Bye. 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 Bye.